Yeah. What up, what up? What up, people? Back How again. Doing? How we doing? Somehow. Somehow, yeah, right? <laughs> Somehow. You know, you know what's crazy? We never count these episodes. Like we don't officially keep track of like episode one, episode two. This is like this gotta I don't even know when was our one hundredth episode. I was gonna say, you know it's funny? Cause yeah, I feel like that is usually a thing. People just do put episode numbers down. But yeah, us we don't we do not follow that at all. We just been doing this shit. <laughs> we just been doing this shit. Like fuck it. I feel like we have to one hundred percent be over. There's no doubt over hundred. I say probably close to two hundred. Yeah, I, I agree. If you think about it, we do we do two shows a week. Two shows a week, and then that's for two years now. Yeah, yeah. We we got to be. Cl- has it gotta, been two years? It's it's. I think it has been right. Yeah, it's been twenty twenty. Yeah, it's been two years. At COVID. End, yeah, it was like cold. It was like. We st- yeah, it was just getting cold when we started the pod. Was it? Because didn't we do the backyard? We did. So it was just getting cold. That year, that was probably like around the COVID time. Damn, yeah. It, 100, it was definitely during COVID. Yeah. We've been doing this shit for a while. Holy shit. Jeez. That is wild. But welcome, everybody. Welcome to the pre-fight show, UFC 280. Uh, this card is a banger right at the start. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You, you know it's a banger when you got uh, two welterweight High-ranked welterweights fighting on the prelims. Yes, um, honestly, I don't even, I don't even know where to begin with that. Um, yeah, two of the nicest dudes ever you'll ever meet, <laughs> and that's one of those fights where I'm like, damn, I wish. You don't want to see anybody lose, right? You don't want to see anybody lose, but it's business, and somebody got to get take that L. So. Exactly. Well, want, someone's got to do it. And Sean Brady, he's still 15 and 0. He's saying he's going to be 16 and 0 after this one. Obviously, Bilal saying he's going to give his spicy. first loss. Yeah, they both they're going at it a little bit. Bilal t- talking about how he hates Philadelphia and all this shit. Sean saying that whatever he was saying, he said go birds and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, person, not only is this these fighters in your division, mm-hmm. you fought Bilal and you trained with Sean Brady now. Yeah. So you know them too, basically pretty personally. Yeah, but well, I got to go with Brady. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta go with Brady. You know what I mean. Um, the dude is just incredibly, incredibly strong. Great grappling, and you know. And I think also Bilal is very good. He's also evolved a lot more from the time that we fought. Um, but I do think Bilal's fight IQ and game planning is more consistent and probably the best in the division. Mm. Oh yeah, wow. Some of the best game planning, some of the best fight IQ and conditioning. Conditioning is pretty good too, you know. But when you when I look at a guy like Brady, I see. Uh, just I think he's a better grappler mm. overall. And I think that um Brady and I think that uh Bilal is the better striker overall. So it's just a matter of who's gonna be able to mix it up and take it into there. If can Bilal keep his game plan, establish his game plan, mix it up the way he says he wants to mix it up. We know he can. That's what that's his goal. Brady's goal is to get it down to the ground, get on top and control him. Right. It's funny though, hearing uh you say Brady or uh, Bilal has the better striking. Yeah, that's funny, I, right? I <laughs> that's like, never the case. I feel like, yeah, with anyone going against Bilal, they have better striking than Yo, him. I tell you what, he broke a, he broke his a record in the division on leg kicks. Uh, Bilal did? Yeah, when we fought. Against you? Yeah. Damn, holy shit, I didn't know yeah, that. He just, he just spammed leg kicks. He just spammed a bunch of, like, and they weren't hard kicks. It was just quick taps. little taps. Pop, pop, pop. Damn. You know, so um, he, I, he can strike. You can't strike. I mean, it's not like devastating striking that's going to put you away. But hey, the dude, he can if he needs to hit you, he'll hit you. You know what I mean? He did say he's going to put him to sleep, though. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. But, uh, yeah. 
Bilal the decision machine. Joshua says, uh, but Bilal has been tra- training. Uh, with, uh, I was going to bring that up. And Liam NLV said, Bilal have trained with Khabib now for one month. Is the game plan wrestling? Because if the fight goes to the ground, then I think Sean takes it too strong. Honestly, I... I and he's in his corner. Wait, wait, wait. Khabib's, Say that again. Who's too strong? He said, he, he said if he, he thinks... Liam says if he thinks the fight goes to the ground, Sean takes it because Sean is too strong. Okay. I can agree with that. Uh, that, that. That's pretty much how I see the fight. If if Sean, if Sean gets on top of, of uh, Bilal, Bilal, it's curtains. It's game over. It's curtains, I think, yeah. Mm. But um, <laughs> Bilal training with Khabib, it's, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's good It's good for morale. It's good for, you know, the, the optics and everything. But it, it'll be tough to say. It, it really will be tough to say if um, if he can if he can get it done, mm. you know, just because he has a top-tier, you know, legend in his corner. That right. Thing. He's not him. You know what I mean? He's not giving him that special. Uh... He's giving him whatever. <laughs> you know, he could tell him whatever. But, yeah, you got to put the work in. You got, And then a few months ain't going to be enough. You know what I mean? If he was training with him for the past year or two, then, yeah. Mm-hmm. True. I mean, it, like it only is months, a month. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be What is that? Yeah. What good is that? Mouty Mouth, the legendary Mouty Mouth, gives us uh, some information. He says, Bilal is not the easiest guy to take down either, though. Top 10 in that category with 91.5% takedown defense. It's cool and all, but who's tried to take him down? True, honestly, who has actually like Brady's gonna try to take him, and I, and I promise you, he will be successful. There's, he, he's gonna get taken down at some point, and it's a matter of can he get back up. Let me simplify it for everybody. Instead of trying to, you know, touch on all the talking points, the popular talking points. Here's here's what it is: if Brady can take him down. I think then gets on top. I think Brady wins. It's literally that simple. If Brady cannot do so, or if, or if or if uh, Bilal Bilal. can pop back up from those takedowns consistently, Bilal wins. This fight is that simple. Mm. Is do you see any finishes? We know Bilal. I think I think a finish can. I think the finish is going to come from (laughs) not Bilal. The finish will come from Brady. There's a finish. A submission. Submission. Ground pound. Bless you. No, 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 no finish on the top. No like stand up type of finish. I see it. On no the knockout. Yeah. <laughs> also, since we're speaking of Philadelphia and we're speaking of this fight, you know, this episode again, you know, the podcast is brought to you by Fuel Hunt. Mm-hmm. So shout out Fuel Hunt, um, the few, the proud, um, restoring the dignity and hard work. There you go. Check them out. Is yes, there on their Instagram yes, or their? Uh, do they have a website? Yeah, they have a website, Instagram. A lot of, they have a lot of sick clothing, honestly, hats yeah, and stuff. Brady's been rocking it all week. Mm-hmm. All of the Fuel Hunt shit, so shout out Fuel Hunt. But um, oh, next fight. Next fight. I mean, there's so many to choose from, honestly. that, Like I said, that's the uh, that's the headliner on the co-main or on the prelims. Give but, me a sleeper fight. Give me Before we even touch on any of like, the big fights. There was sleeper? A, there was an underdog uh, that I picked uh, that I thought was going to be like the the underdog fight. Of the night. Let's see your free underdog pick. Volkan Uzdemir and Nikita Krylov? No, I don't think that was it. Is it on the prelims? I don't remember. I just remember scrolling through and I'm like, all right, this is this this def- this person is definitely an easy pick. Easy I will, it's win. definitely not Malcolm Gordon and <laughs> Muhammad Wakayev. No. Uh, Muhammad is gonna run through that dude. Yeah, that, that's a bit that's insane. Those odds are minus one thousand five hundred one hundred fifty. It's a bit crazy. They moved up that far, huh? Yeah, that, that's insane. Armin Petrosian and AJ Dobson? Who's the underdog here? AJ Dobson. Hmm. Arm Petrosin, isn't he the? Uh, he's a big he's kickboxer. A striker. Yeah, yeah, he's really good, man. He got that Dana White Contender Series, I think, knockout a couple yeah, months his ago. His kicks are incredible, mm. you know. But I also like AJ. AJ, 
one AJ Jamaican, uh, Jamaican roots, and um, his fight style is very unorthodox. You know what I mean? Explosive. Not afraid to stand up with you. Not afraid to really take the fight anywhere. And uh, and I I can appreciate that. Mm. This is one of those fights that I'm like hmm, too soon for both of them. You think so? I mean, but once again, UFC. this is the UFC, dude. UFC, yeah. I <laughs> mean, what happens? Armin Petrosian, He, I think this is his second fight, maybe in the UFC or his third. I don't know about AJ Dobson, but yeah, that that's all they do. They just set these prospects up against prospects. Is AJ Dobson's maybe his second fight too? It could, it's very possible. It could be. Uh, let's see who else. Mahmoud Muradov versus Kyle Borallo. What are the odds on that? One plus seventy plus one seventy five for Mahmoud and Kai is minus two hundred five. Hmm. All right. Was there? Let's get to the main. All right. Caitlin Chikagan is underdog, correct? She is the underdog. That was my free underdog. Ah, oh, there you go. There it is. Caitlin Chikagan. Although she missed weight, she did miss weight, which is a little worrisome. She's That's anchoring good. a lot of the parlays, boys. So there's a free pick right there. She's a free underdog. So for the parlays that go out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's pan- she's anchoring one of my parlays. Anchoring one. She's anchoring one. And no, she's anchoring two of my parlays. Oh shit. She's anchoring two of my parlays and she's a she's a straight underdog pick. I mean that I feel like that's a good one to get on though. An underdog for her? What is nah. she what was she again? Plus one plus one eighty to minus two ten for man and for Fiorat. That's pretty good. But real quick, this whole situation with the UFC and uh gambling and stuff? Yeah, we could talk about it. What what UFC fighter, if no one knows what we're talking about, the UFC came out, made a uh, a statement saying that UFC fighters are no longer allowed to bet on any fights, including themselves, or like third party bet, like basically like give advice. No, I don't think you can't give advice. Did well, I say that? I don't know. No, I'm not sure. No, you you can definitely. Uh, it's easy workaround. It's it's you can still bet. You're gonna still bet. It's not. Well, I'm not going to place my bet, right? right. But I'm going to have someone place a bet. So that's someone a third could, party. I guess it's a third party. That's the third party. But how are they going to find out? That's yeah. what I mean. Like, this, I know I'm sitting here recording this and it's going to go out. <laughs> so I'm an asshole. But at the same time, it's like, let's be realistic. Like, who, how, how would someone even know in a situation like that? You know, and it, for us, because we have like a, a operation, I guess, right? Something that we're working on. And um, I feel like for our betting situation, we just gotta adapt. We just gotta adapt and make and make it work, you know. So um, we're just gonna figure that out, and I'm excited to figure that out. I'm excited to kind of move forward and see what we can do, and kind of be creative and get a little more innovative when it comes to, um, you know, selling the bets and everything, and giving everybody the the right picks and all that. So I personally maybe won't be making the bets myself anymore, right. you know, when they go up on OnlyFans, but. Um, we're, we're going to create some workarounds, so expect the picks to still go up today. So uh, that's what I was going to bring up, too. So your OnlyFans bets, that's still, like, that's fine. Yeah, that's still going to go. Okay. I may not be making the bets myself, but um, I'll, I'll be advising, Okay. you know, picks to, to make. Right. Someone, Howard Tran said, what's the issue with this situation, though? Is it to prevent fight fixing? I think so. Here's why I think. I think it's also just the UFC and the commission just trying to get a hold of it. And kind of like uh, just get some reins on it a little bit because like if you if you look at like uh, the James Crowell situation, right? That, sure, that whole shit's weird. Fight fixing can happen, and people are already accusing him of fight fixing, which I don't think 
isn't there's an, there's no ground to stand on against him when it comes to that right. kind of stuff. But I can see an argument for it. Here's why I can see an argument for it is like, hey, what's to stop him from not him or anyone really? You got a new guy making ten and ten. He's coming in, you know. He's he's you know if a guy's gonna be good or not. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, he's a mid tier type of guy. He's like, oh, bro, second round. You know, I'm placing a huge bet. We're placing hundred k, three hundred k on this, right? Second round, he's a huge uh, favorite or whatever the guy, right? I need you to second round. You're gonna throw a kick. When you throw that kick, you're just gonna fall over. Injury, mm. ankle, something, shin, whatever, right? TKO. Guess what happens? TKO via the other guy. You throw three hundred k on the other guy. Uh, what do you think happens? Now he you cut your boy hundred k. The fighter who was that that's way more than he was gonna make even if he True. won. He's early in his career. He'll bounce back. Right. He can afford a loss. I'm just saying. I mean, it makes sense. It makes so we've, much and sense. And we've seen that happen in boxing, have we not, a bunch of times? Oh, of course. Of course. So I, I think this is just the UFC trying to get a hold of it all. Just trying to, you know, get ahead of it and just trying to prevent, you know, take certain precautions from and protecting themselves a little bit. I mean, but yeah. Guys are going to be able to. It's not like this massive deal where, like, guys, should, people should be upset. And, like, I think it's, it's they're protect, protecting themselves. And I also think that, hey. If you're serious about betting as a fighter and you're serious about and you're passionate about, um, you know, selling your bets and, and you're really into that. I think I think there's workarounds, easy workarounds, not even 100%. like uh, illegal workarounds within the rules. Right. Great workarounds within the rules. You know, so it's like, are you innovative enough to kind of uh, yeah. adapt? That's right. all it is. Eh. I mean, I. When I when I saw this whole situation go down, I immediately first thought of the whole James Krause situation. Everybody, that. they're calling yeah. it the James Krause Act. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's actually so funny. And I was looking on Twitter. It said that uh, someone, obviously, you, I don't know if this is true or not, but it said that they had a close, um, what's it called? A close, like, contact with someone who knows James Krause, and they said he's, like, thousands and thousands in debt from gambling, apparently. Right. But once again, I don't know if that's true. You can't. You can't. Everybody got some source about some something negative. You know what I mean? There's always some source about some ne- something negative. I mean, I don't know, man. I couldn't tell you. What's the who's the source? Yeah, exactly. That's who's what someone. Source? That's what someone said. They said, "Who's the source?" They're, they're like, "Who? Who who's are the you? source?" Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in debt. Yeah, he's buried in debt. The dude, <laughs> the dude is fucking. I I don't know that. You know what I mean? But hey, he just retired from fighting. Oh, he did retire, right? Hey, he retired on his own. Yeah. The dude is he's like, yo, I'm he's a coach I'm, now. He says yeah. I'm a coach. I'm financially free. Yeah. I'm happy with where I'm at, you know, and, and I want to walk away on my own terms. And, you know, and he did just that. If he was in debt, he'd be scrambling to get another fight. For real. To pay off debts. But it is, I don't know. But I don't his, know. His that whole situation that was a bit weird. It is where but, he, he was know, asking people to send him a thousand dollars. That was crazy. That's weird. That's that was weird. crazy. I mean, hey. <laughs> I hope nobody did that or no one fell for that shit. Yeah, Whatever that's that is. Uh, Mouty Mout said But I wonder if you're Randy And you won Phil a ton of money From potentially putting Jake Matthews On his backside in February And Randy privately requests That he Venmos him 10% of it Could that technically be a violation of the new rules? No, I don't think so I mean, you'd have to Really get in-depth And, and kind of yeah. Get a lawyer to look at the legalities print, yeah. and the and the term and like the you know the language, the terminologies and all that shit. I don't fucking know. Right. I'm not a lawyer, but um I don't think so as of right now. I don't think so. And Liam asked, but why is it a problem if you are home alone just betting? Because I, they don't know. Yeah, I'm a exactly. part of the organization. They don't know if I have inside information. That's the problem. You don't know. I all right, so I know that someone's injured in my camp. Right. 
I know that this guy's True. injured. And it, this is great, great vine shit. The fight, fight community. I tell you guys, the fight community is so small, man. You can fucking throw a rock and hit another school. Mm. Um, everybody knows everybody, right? You know, so someone trains with everyone. Yeah, yeah. Someone, someone trains, trains with yeah. somebody. You just so if if someone's injured and you know this person's not going in a fight, hundred percent, and that word gets out like, oh, it, yeah. boom, this guy's injured. This guy's injured. He's not going to be able to do this. Oh, he was he wasn't able to do cardio. Yo, throw a bag on. Mm. The opposite end of that You yeah. know what I mean So why not That's how things work So I, I get that Yeah makes sense uh, What up Oh so Frita Lala In the building What up Sophie Wolfie Enjoy your DR trip Are you just gonna put her on blast Oh bro? sorry sorry sorry, sorry. Are you just gonna <laughs> put her on blast <laughs> Is that like not allowed to be known <laughs> People like privacy bro. At least uh, I do I do like, oh, She's out Enjoy she's your out. Puerto Rico trip It's a wrap now <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chewy Electron asked Are announcers allowed to bet Announcers Ah <laughs> That's wicked I didn't think about that So everyone else Yeah Everyone true. else that, that, that Hold no. on So everyone else That has like Ties to the organization Can mm. But the fighters can't Hit it Bullshit <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what to hit I, I didn't know what to hit the, the Boo this <laughs> man right? I, I was trying to I didn't want to fuck it up Let's see but true, the fighters once again getting the short end of the stick. We always do. We <laughs> Meanwhile, always you do. guys are the ones in there putting on the fucking shows. It is what it is. God damn. Uh, but back to what we were saying then. To brought that brought this whole betting situation up. Caitlin Chikugan plus one eighty underdog coming into this fight minus two ten for Manon Fiorat. Yeah. Is this your? Can you? You said that she's upon your parlay. She. She. Uh, she she'll be the uh, the free underdog pick. Uh, of the night um, That'll go up as a fuel hunt Free underdog pick of the night um, But that was before you knew she missed weight That was No I'm not changing it You're still, she, you're still She on. missed weight That worries me But I, th- I think she's gonna She's gonna shock a lot of people With this W Oh yeah Yeah but I mean she's not a huge favorite She's she, a, she, not a huge underdog She's a plus small eight, dog, I mean, But it's worth it She's also the number one ranked contender Yeah I mean She's up there But she know? also fought uh, She fought Valentina a few times And it's pretty obvious that uh, she can't beat Valentina. I mean, I Valentina mean, beat her up pretty handily. So yeah. what? It, what does the UFC do with Caitlyn Chikagi? Yeah, that that that's so shitty. So they need of they need to use her to get a prospect to get in there. True. But if she beats, if she shuts down the prospect, what happens? They either have to give her a rematch, or I think Caitlyn Chikagi should go down. Oh really? Do you think she can make that weight though? What else is up? What weight class is thirty five? Right? Yeah, she's a big girl. She is. She's massive. Forty five is. There's nothing basically non-existent. It's non-existent. Yeah. She would be forced to go down, and I think that's what she would need to do. Maudie Mout said it's the first time she missed weight in her career, one twenty-seven point five. Yeah. So I, so I don't think it's first a big time. Deal. That's especially this late in the career. Yeah. As an experience, as experienced as she is. Damn, you said late in her career. I meant Fuck. I meant experience wise. You yeah. know. Oh, okay. Damn, that scares <laughs> me, bro. You know, we were amateurs on the same card. Like we went. Like our last amateur fight was on the same card. Was on the same card in Philadelphia. Every in combat? No, it was an amateur bout. It was oh, like oh, an amateur, XFC amateur. or some shit like that. And we oh. both fought pro rules for the first time. Oh damn! Really? That was our last fight. We both won belts that night. And Holy shit! And went pro. That's sick. And so when I hear you say this late in her career, I'm like, yeah. oh, <laughs> God damn! Well, how old is she? Let me Fuck. See. <laughs> how long I've been in this game, bro? For real? Too long? No, I'm getting too old for this shit. I'm telling you. Let me see. How old is she? She is 33. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. No, she's, she's not like that a, old at a all. A year yeah. older than me. Yeah. 
Not so she's still a, she's just a, she just accomplished a lot early. Yeah. So I think I think she's still she's in still it. Got still a lot, got a, yeah. long, a long a lot of time ahead of her. So, but once again, moving down be, though, can she, can she beat the champion? We know she can't. She can't. She can't. If, who can be Valentina? Nobody. Doesn't seem like it. Yeah. But her move, Caitlyn moving down too, especially if she's missing weight in this right now in this fight. Yeah, I mean, go on a if you do it the correct if she has the right mindset, I think she could do it the right way. I think she can take her time, go on a fucking you know a diet and right. like really get structure and you know hire a nutritionist and and just try it. Right. You know, try it. Why not? Well, speaking of uh, making weight, we saw Charles Oliveira real quick. Yeah. He made weight eight hours prior to weigh-ins. Nice. That that's that's impressive. It is. Did you see the picture? Yeah, picture. I, mean, I don't. Everyone? I don't. I don't recommend that. But that, <laughs> I, that's another. That's another. It's impressive. I don't recommend it. I'll, I'll get to that another time. But um, we'll get there yeah, when we get there. I'll get to that in a second. But I do think that uh, that picture, man, that picture of the, everybody praying, it speaks values. I reposted it in my mm-hmm. story and shit like that. It was. It speaks volumes to you know people say, hey, you're the one that's in there. You're the one that's in there. It's just me in there. I'm the one risking it. But when you have a good team, you know everyone's making sacrifices. Right. Everyone's making sacrifices and it, everyone is pouring into you. They're all pouring into you and, you know, people are leaving their families. People are, are, are just, it's just a ton of sacrifices, man. For sure. and they're all in the sauna together. Yeah. They're all, all dying. At, their they're hair. all at your becking call. Yeah, literally. At yeah. your, like no one understands. Like, it's like, yo, get me this, do this. It's like, and some guys are fucking divas when it comes to that shit. But you know, there's, they're literally at your every becking call and they're just, they're there for you, and they're all just pouring their energy into. So that picture just said it's meant so much to me, man. I was just like, wow, and that's why I wrote team sport underneath because you see, it's like fifteen of them, literally, yeah. and they're all just he gathered yeah, around man. him. He's on the ground suffering because cutting weight is not easy. It is not easy, and you see him on his back, covered up in towels, just going through what he's going through. That's an emotional moment, man. And everybody's just huddled, huddled around him, praying, and you know. That shit like that, it's like, Charles for the fucking dub. Come on, man. <laughs> Charles for the fucking dub. Let's go. 100%. Heart, hearts, Charles. My brain is Islam. But we rocking with Charles. Fuck it. I'm rocking with Charles regardless. I did not bet on this fight, but I'm rocking with Charles. <laughs> <laughs> we rocking with Charles. This is, a, this is a tough one to bet on, though. Um, uh, back to uh, Kalen Chikugin, Man in Fiorat, though. Mm-hmm. We got, you got Kalen as the underdog. This is your free pick, as you said. Man in Fiorat, I don't know much about her. I'm gonna be honest with you. You know much about man, man in, man in Oh, the French chick. Yeah, <laughs> she's oh, a prospect. She's she's been looking pretty good. Um, you don't watch women's MMA, so you okay, wouldn't know. Here we you, go. Was, you probably skipped out <laughs> when she was fighting, which is totally understandable. But uh, oh, it is. <laughs> she <laughs> she's she's it's because I know you. But she <laughs> right. she's been on a uh, she's been on a. a you know, in the women's, you know how the women's divisions are. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a couple dubs, you're right there because there's shallow divisions. Um, so she's looked good in her in her past few, and uh, they're giving her a shot. They're giving her a shot. At that number one, yeah, exactly, that number one spot. Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, they're just trying to get a fight for a Valentina. That's that's what it comes down to, I feel like. Yeah. In, in the women's flyweight division, that's really it. 100%. Yeah. What, 100%. what else can they be doing for that? Uh, but Kaylin Chikugan, plus 180, Manon Fiorat, minus 210. Nice. Next, up next, we have number six, lightweight contender, Benil Darush versus number nine, Matsus Gamrat. Ooh. This, this is going to be, this is going to be another good fight, dude. All oh, this whole main card is stacked. Yeah. But this is going to be a great, a good fight. Who are you taking in this? 
tough. I feel like I want to go with Benil. I like Benil as a fighter and as just a personality, as a person who he is. But Matsu's Gamera too. He he's a he's a guy moving up the rankings fast. I feel like his wrestling too is yeah. is top level. I agree. I agree. And you. With that being said, who are you picking? I want to go with Benil. Going Benil. All right. Why? Well, who? What do you? Can you give this one out? Um. I can't give this one out, but here's the thing. It's, it's, it's a hard one. It is a hard one. I really like Benil, too. You know, I think Benil suffered from his career. Um, Being the nice guy. 100%. Even at the press conference, you could tell. And that's what, what people are like. People jump on you for being, oh, this guy's an asshole. This guy's cocky. But you're giving all those dudes the most attention, yeah, right? Exactly. That's, the, the, like, that's what it is, right? Now you look at a dude who's who's honorable. You know, he's just he's a stand up guy. He's humble, like quote unquote humble. How y'all like people to be humble? Um, he he's just a good dude. You know, even I've met the guy personally. He's legit, just a fucking nice ass you guy. Just tell yeah, he's just like a nice guy, but like a legit. He is a nice guy, right? You know, and. Nobody gives a fuck about him. Exactly. Nobody gives a fuck. The dude has just been overlooked over and over and over. How much has to go on his crazy streak just to get a title? Because it's not interesting. Mm. That's what it comes down to. It's not interesting. Same thing that happened with Leon, right? It's not interesting. So my advice to the young fighters is not be out of character and, you know, be someone you're not and create this personality. But I say you just got to get in front of the camera, man. You got to get out there and speak. And people have to, you have to express yourself. You have to, when you feel... When you're, you feel disapproval about something, speak on it. Right. Everyone wants to keep everything inside because they don't want to be uh, offensive to anyone. Mm. Fuck that, bro. Speak on it. And then, hey, I, I just it, think it that's is, how it should be. It is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, the guys that are like that and like, they show who they are and they open up to the fans, they get in the love, especially if you can fight. The motherfucker can fight. Oh, he's very good. Yeah. So if he was more vocal about things, I think that, you know, his, not that his career isn't great. I just think that he would be. In a better situation Yeah Even in the press conference The The uh, Polish announcer Or Polish uh, Journalist or whatever Asked him a question And he was just like uh, He's like I don't know what you want me to say here He's like Just didn't know how to respond to like no. A question of Something about Gam- Matsu's camera Like talking shit Or something like that And he was just like Yeah I don't know what you want me to say It's just like uh, Yeah I, I saw that And I was just Entertain like us Yeah for real though Entertain I saw that us. And he, he's just like monotone He's just like yeah. You know Super nice guy though Exa- I, I love yeah. that dude But the thing is What have press conference become Remember When we were talking I spoke about that before what? what has the press conference become The press conference is not There for You know The the media to ask guys questions Interesting questions That they want to know It's not for that It's for It's an enter- It's a moment for entertaining To get clips And funny To get laughs clips and, and laughs and, and banter back and exactly. forth Exactly all the that has become unfortunately that's not what it always was but that's what it's becoming you know you have to adapt and grow as a fighter and know that yo you don't got to go out there and be a clown and you know but entertain for real unfortunately that's a that's a part of the game we're entertainers yeah so go entertain especially with now how uh how um what's it called how in light this the sport is now the ufc in general how like high profile it is now yeah. i feel you got to be doing something with your career Mali Mal said it's safer for his career. But it saved his career? Or saved his career. I don't know what that means. What are you talking about? 
Yeah, I'm not too sure what he means. Oh, he's talking about Kobe. Uh, Kobe going, yeah. Well, Matty Matt also said that he said this fight, Benil versus Gamrot, Matsus Gamrot. He said this is this is going to be a banger. My gut tells me it's going to be like Gamrot's last fight with Saruk, Sarukin. Fast, high level wrestling and stand and bang. Yeah. If it's on the feet, I think Benil. You think so? Yeah. But if it goes to the ground, I think Matsus Gamrot. He's obviously yeah, got the, the good wrestling. I think on the on the feet. I mean, they're even, close on the feet too, but I think Benil got has the edge there. He got, I feel like more power too, or he can get that has that knockout power, puts yeah. guys away. Yeah, I mean anyone can do that, but on, also, the, on the on the ground though, I, I think the more sophistication on the ground goes to Benil, but the straight up wrestling and and just the the grind and the durability exactly. and the speed and the transitions just to keep going, I think uh, Matus. Yeah, I was gonna say Benil's grappling is pretty good too, isn't it? It is. It it's it like, is. Pretty high level. You've trained with Benil a bunch, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, I've trained with him. He's he's really good. Yeah, he knows his shit. So this is this is going to be a close fight. The odds have it as Benil plus one sixty and Matsus Gamrite minus one ninety. But I feel like the odds could be closer, honestly. Mighty Mouth says Gamrite has hands. Don't sleep. Yeah, we're not sleeping. Trust and believe. All righty, up next, bantamweight fight. Number one, Peter Yan versus number 11, Sean O'Malley. This is another one, dude. This is going to be a banger of a fight. You want to piss people off? Oh, yeah. Sean O'Malley beats the shit out this dude early. Oh, yeah? That's what you believe? Yeah, I think so. He just pieces him up. It can only go two ways. What? Okay, that's the one way. The other way is that uh, Peter Yan just takes him down, gets on top, just and controls him. Just grinds just him out, yeah. grinds him out. I could see Possibly that happen. I could like see that happen though too. Domination on the ground. It's gonna gonna be domination on the feet, O'Malley, or domination on the ground. Jan. Jan. You you don't think Peter Jan tries to stand with O'Malley? Because if he does, I think he will for a little bit. But I think he'll get. I think people make it out to be. Listen, and that's, y'all know I always. They say I give. I always give uh, Jan shit, but it's not even that. It's like, I think the dude is incredibly overhyped. Peter Jan. Peter, listen yeah. to me. And that when I say that, that does not mean I'm t- discrediting discrediting his skill set. I don't think I'm not like, oh, he sucks. He's a great fighter. But the level that people put his boxing to be at is not even fucking close to what people put him to be at. Yeah. I, I, I just it's, it's incredible to see. They're talking about like him being the best boxer in the UFC. It's incredible to see. Kind of weird. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's durable. He's he's clean. He does have some sophistication. He's. He has a specific type of boxing style. The guy is coming forward. Um, you know, his basics are tight. His hands are up. His airtight. Good counterability. He is very, very good. Don't get me wrong. But stylistically, going up against a guy, Sean O'Malley is very good too. Mm. Right? But you look, that's just the styles, man. The styles is, look at the builds of both the guys. Right. And I can tell you from experience, being a long guy, anyone that walks at me like this, <laughs> True, yeah. With their hands up like this, like that high guard trying to get close. Come on. That's just dog. easy money, bro. I'm telling you from my experience, that's easy fucking money. And with a guy like O'Malley. A sniper like him, yeah. I think that's just easy money, bro, for a guy like that. That's over aggressive, just walking in. I I think I think he gets cooked. You think he finishes him? It's a poss- it's a possibility. It's a po- but I also see oh I can also see Jan mixing it up, taking him down, you know, coming on strong in the later rounds and Well that's what he does, yeah. But it's only three rounds, once again. Yeah. But the one thing I will say about Peter Young, because I could see that happening, too. I could see Sean O'Malley cooking him and lighting him up on the feet. But those leg kicks from Peter Young. What about those? Costa says, 
Plot twist, Randy, my bad. <laughs> Plot twist, Randy is saying this stuff uh, so the odds get closer to O'Malley. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. He says, he said, laugh my ass off. Yon is going to, Yon is going to end O'Malley. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know either. Like I said, the only thing I could say he, is those he leg could. kicks. He could. Listen, this is a fight. Nothing that I say here is absolute. You know, I'm not like attached to any of this, but to be a real possibility, this is, this is fighting. And, and again, listen, I don't, I'm not, I'm not that guy that's on Twitter faceless account on twitter that's just riding another dude's hype train oh he beat this guy he beat that guy i don't give a fuck who you beat i i i objectively look at a skill set i don't look at faces Mm -hmm. i'm looking at a skill set and i'm looking at this skill set versus that skill set along with the attributes and yeah Jan could go in there wrestle fuck that dude take him down and just cook him early and just start dominating him but you know what also could happen he could just get cooked on the feet, not be able to take him down, and just get absolutely fucking destroyed. Well, and it wouldn't do, be, yeah. and it wouldn't be like this crazy thing to me. I think to some people, they'll that'll blow their mind, and they'll be like, "Yeah," and they'll be like, "O'Malley's next champ." Da, da, da. Now they're like, they'll just jump on his bandwagon. Now you know what I'm saying? I'm not a bandwagonist. I look at a skill set, and it is like, with that skill set, O'Malley's skill set. That is a high possibility that he can just go out there and just fucking. Make this dude look like a fucking idiot, and like, you make him look like an amateur. That's that's just realist, realistic. It's a huge possibility. Like you said, when Peter Yon's coming at you with just his hands up, high guard, taking shots. I mean, against O'Malley, I don't see that being a good idea for him. Who who has Peter Yon fought with the striking capabilities of O'Malley too? In the UFC, I'll say, I don't think anyone. Well, well, he fought Sanhagen. Sanhagen is highly skilled. Okay, but Sanhagen is striking, highly skilled. striking wise, I think. You think, I San- think if they're one is better than the other, I think it's two different styles, but I think it's it's similar styles. Mm-hmm. Long lanky guys though too. Long lanky guys, yeah. But also Sanhagen, I feel like that fight he fought was not. He didn't fight a great fight. Yeah, like he kind of just with this, he kept spinning, throwing those. Yeah, spinning like kicks. The, it's a fight. Anything yeah. can happen, you know. But I think that's a lot of that's another another fight that makes me feel like well, hey, he definitely could get in there, take him down, and and rough him up. But in that fight, he also sp- he also stood on the feet with. Uh, with uh, San Higgins for a long time, mm-hmm. so I don't know. But my gut feeling, and from just looking at the skill sets, I'm gonna go with O'Malley in this one. I mean, I to be honest, I kind of want to go with him as well. I like Sean O'Malley. I'm nothing against Peter Yan, but Sean O'Malley, I, I like him a lot as a fighter. And uh, it's so flaw said, whose style would you rather deal with as a fighter? Yes. Like, what do you mean, myself? If I'm fighting someone like Sean O'Malley or someone or like Peter, Peter Yan, yeah. Yan all day. He's just gonna walk at you. Yeah, Yan <laughs> all day. That motherfucker is just gonna walk at you. You remember we had that conversation when he fought uh, Faber. When he fought right. Faber, he blew up, and everyone was like, "This guy's boxing is incredible." Yeah, and I'm like, "Bro, Faber him. just let him walk up to him and, and just do shit to him. Beat the fuck out of him." Yeah. You know, what I mean? like sometimes and Faber is like 41 or something. You know, you, you can't just let people walk at you and just do shit. You know what I mean? Of course, if they if you let that happen, a guy could look fantastic. You know, if right. you can get his skill his skill set off, you're so worried about what he's gonna do, you just accept everything. Mm. But another guy that has great footwork, he's long, rangy, good feints, good change of directions and shit like that. That's tough. I'd much rather just deal with the dude that's just coming, coming at, at you. Just coming. Willing to take some. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on. Uh, Especially someone that could fight going backwards at the same time. Which which uh, Sean O'Malley can do, yeah. Yeah. Liam LNOV said, thoughts on Jan saying O'Malley looks like a whore on the side of the road? <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. That and, was funny. and O'Malley had nothing to say. He's like, that was a good one. He's like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that was funny. That was pretty funny. He called him a poodle too. 
that was. I didn't even watch the press conference. I just saw like the highlights and shit. Yeah, I couldn't see. I was at work while I was on, but I saw some of it. But that shit was pretty funny. The Donda eight seven six says O'Malley gets it done. Dot 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 dot. I hope. Mm-hmm. Also, Mouty Mount said Peter Yan has a reputation of being a slow starter in the first round. He started slow versus Corey Sanhagen, but then rallied. So then, if this fight goes past the first round, it's all Peter Yan. Sean's only chance of winning is knocking him out in the first round. Yeah, everyone says that. Everyone again. Everyone has these talking points from the internet. It's like, oh, he's a slow starter. Yeah, the guy's been fighting fucking five rounders, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah, he's a slow starter. He showed that in the past, but. What makes someone labeled, bang, you're a slow starter? Right. All right, well, next time I'll start fast. Right. Mix it up, yeah. yeah it's like, like, oh, that's like imprinted on you in your DNA. You're a slow starter. <laughs> you can't change that. You're a slow starter. Hey, maybe. Who's to tell you don't come out and start throwing hands early? Like, we don't know this. We got to stop these fucking absolutes. You know, like, yeah. Typically, he does start slow. He has a long time. You fight those fights very differently when you fight in five rounds. I agree. And But he's not a guy that's... Another thing that I hate to hear is that, yeah, he's 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 downloading and receiving all the information and getting your timing and all that stuff for round one. He ain't downloading shit. That's not happening. I'm not going on no rants today. See, I got this far. I don't even think I cursed that much. All right. All right. So he um he's not downloading anything, bro. He really isn't. There's nothing he's downloading. He's maybe looking for a few reads here and there, but initially, there's no real it's a good feel. You're feeling out it's a feel out process, all right? And he's just he's walking down. He's gaining he's gaining ground, and he's and he's he's letting you open up. There's no real download of any information, right? So it's just a cool thing to say. And if there is, I feel like it wouldn't take or it shouldn't take one entire whole round. It shouldn't take a whole round to download. It should not take a whole round. Yeah, you know, but uh, that's that's also just shit people like to say. Joshua O one said, "Jan only starts slow in five rounds, though. His three rounders, he came out to bang." So there you go. Um, but odds for O'Malley and Peter Yan minus two sixty five for Peter Yan and plus two twenty five for Sean O'Malley. So if you're looking to make some money, that's a good, that's a possibly good one to hop on there. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Sean O'Malley too. Honestly, I really am. Yeah. I would like to see it. But Dana White already said that the the winner of this fight between Peter Yan and Sean O'Malley gets the next title shot. Nice. So that that should be a good one. That'd be that'd be pretty fast because Sean O'Malley wasn't he always saying he's like yeah I'm not trying to fight for the title blah 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 all this stuff early or trying to do it too built soon. up built himself up outside yeah exactly and, which he did but and I he mean, went sat with the UFC got rid of his management team sat with the UFC on his own oh is that what he did yeah oh. hatched out a plan with the UFC you know and you know I don't think his management company liked that too much but that's neither here nor there but I mean fuck it I think he's I think he's just in a good place with with him and the UFC did his own business with them and said, Hey, here's here. How can I help you? And how can you guys help me? And at the end of the day, it's a business. That's what it's about. You know? So he did the right thing. And he, he Hey, they offered him a fight. With, I mean, with yeah, the, look what where is, it got him. Number one. Uh, Jan. Yeah. Peter Jan is number one. Sean O'Malley is number go, 11. With the number one guy. Exactly. That's a huge jump. Yeah. Jan. I'm sure Jan thinks this is an easy fight. He's like, Oh, easy money. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, yo, I'll take hell it. Oh yeah. I'll take it. Usually, a guy, think about who, if O'Malley was one of like a Russian wrestler that was just like dominating guys and people and the whole uh, MMA community, you know, they like to put this uh, allure on these guys. Right. So they like, oh, this guy's a beast. You think Jan number one would take that fight? No, he tried to fight the number two contender. He's not going to fight the fucking, uh, the number, the no, like the number, how old is, uh, what number is O'Malley? 11. 11. He's not going to fight the number 11 guy. Right. 
You know what I mean? That's killing everybody. He's going to fight the fucking the number two guy or the number three, three guy. Exactly. He's not going to take that risk. But in his mind, I know he thinks, oh, that's easy money. Right. I'll take that. Why not? Yeah. Why not? So it's all a business. But also, I, again, Sean O'Malley has done the right things. He sat with the UFC. They hashed out a plan and he said, hey, if you can get past this guy, this is a big jump for you. It's a hard fight. You get past him. We believe in you. We'll get behind you. Right. And the fact that Dana White already said, yeah, they get next guy gets title shots, I mean, just shows you right there. Yep. This is going to be a good one, though. It's going to be a banger of a fight. Damn, that could be the co-main event. That could be the main event if we really wanted to, uh, if we're being yeah, honest. Yeah, a ton of these fights could have been. Even this next one coming up here. Exactly. Easy. Next one, though, the first title fight of the night slash day, I guess, wherever you are. We got the champion, Aljamain Sterling, against number two ranked Bantamweight contender TJ Dillashaw. This one is going to be another good fight. A very good fight. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I feel like right off the bat, I'm, I why I want to say Aljamain Sterling takes mm-hmm. it. I would I think I believe he does win, but only if he. I mean, we say this all the time, but only if he implements his game plan. If he's going to try and stay on the feet with uh, Dillashaw, I think he does not do well. Yeah, I think he gets beat up. He's got to do what he did against Peter Yan. Get on take get the takedowns and just control him on the ground. I mean, but easier said than done. T.J. Dillashaw is a Division One wrestler. He's got good wrestling. Better wrestling uh, than Jan. Better, exactly. Better Even wrestling. Jan be than wrestling Jan. everybody he sees. Yeah, <laughs> for real though. I mean, I see like the videos of the embedded. That motherfucker just anybody, any other fighter he greeted, <laughs> he, he just wrestled. Just them. comes up to them, just starts rest. So weird. But I mean, but that's probably what they do in Russia. For being honest, I could just see that happening everywhere in that country. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's if Aljamain is not able to get the takedowns, I, I think he gets finished or if he loses. Quick side note. Yeah. You know he didn't who he didn't wrestle when he saw? Yeah. Algerine Sterling. Oh, that's true. He, he dapped him up or gave him a <laughs> just knuckles. Just say it. I'm just saying. That I'm is just saying. That is funny. Maybe he, he just knew. He had PTSD. <laughs> I'm <not just> <laughs> no, no. But uh yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that uh I think that if the fight takes place or plays out on the feet, I think I think it's gonna be hard for Aljo. Yeah. But, yeah. But if it if if uh if it takes place on the ground if he can get it to the ground and get control get on um TJ's back I think TJ's in for a long night because uh or a short one because Aljamain can grapple right he can really grapple really we've well. seen it yeah yeah so you know we'll just have to see uh odds though the champ Aljamain Sterling minus one seventy five TJ Dillashaw at plus one fifty how how do you feel about those odds those are pretty good. Minus one seventy five to one plus one fifty. It's not bad. It's pretty close. I feel like, yeah. I, That's pretty almost even. Yeah, I think it's a close fight. I think so too. I, I don't think, think it's gonna be any, way closer. I don't think any any one of these guys are like, whoa, this guy's way better than the other. Right. In my opinion, you know, I think I think it's a close fight. And also, you know, Dillashaw has been out a long time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The dude is like, he's older. He's older. You know, how much work is he really putting in? We saw how big he got at the time. Yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see. I depend on how his body bounces back. Can he still keep up in those fast-paced scrambles? Can he, you know, can he really wrestle, you know, continuously? That's the thing because he's rounds, never been yeah. taken down really. I mean, only one person to take him down was 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 Dominic Cruz apparently, right? Mm-hmm. No one else has ever taken him down, and when Dominic Cruz took him down, he popped right back up. Mm. So 
I think I think he'll be able to with a little special uh, secret. So. <laughs> oh man, that label <laughs> is hard to fucking shake. Boy. Well, did you see what Aljamain said at the press conference too? What he say? He's like, well, he, he's saying he's like, well, speaking because someone asked a question about D- Dillashaw and whatever getting popped or whatever, and Aljamain was like, well, speaking of that. Uh, notice how TJ wasn't shown on any of the embedded episodes because the last time he was on the embedded, he got caught for cheating. He got caught cheating. And Is that then, how he got caught last time? I guess so. I don't even know that. I'm not sure. Wow. But um, and then Dillashaw was basically like, yeah. He's like, all right. He's like, you're gonna lose to a fucking cheater. Then he's like, you're gonna lose to a cheater. Saying that, yeah, I mean, he was honest. He's like, yeah, I did cheat. Yeah. I don't know if he's saying he's currently cheating. I would hope not. But uh, but yeah, that that's what it came down to. Yeah, it's tough. I guess. I think. Honestly, even if you're not cheating, that label is just forever with you. Right. There's nothing you could do. That's just who you are. That's how you're going to be labeled. That's you just got to eat that and just rock with it for the rest of your career. You know, so you have to. Yeah. A guy like him also coming off knee surgery again. Damn. Yeah. In that age, too. Yeah. That age, it's just hard, man. I just don't really. I don't know. That's another fact. Is he a better striker? 100 percent. For sure. By far. Is he a better grappler? No. Aljamain, I think, is the better grappler by far. BJJ. Wrestling, I've never seen a guy t- taken down. Aljamain is relentless, though. He will not stop. He will have a, th- a five-round fight of him continuously shooting on your legs. We've seen it, you know. So is is a guy like TJ prepared for that? We don't know. You know, so I, I do think Aljamain has the ability to win this fight. I agree, and I, I think he does. I think he, I think he keeps his belt. Billy O'Toole said, oh, this is what TJ said. He said, you're going to get your ass beat by a, mo- my, by a cheater, motherfucker. That's what he said. And Liam NLV said the face-offs, the audience was yelling EPO all the time. See, like, it doesn't stop. People are calling EPO Shaw in the chat. Yeah. Needle Shaw. Yeah, exactly. Needle Shaw. Yeah, that's what Elgermin called him, too. So he, it, it's relentless with that. It's never going away well, from him. Well, that's what you get. Yeah, for cheating, honestly. That's what you get. And, and I hate people that cheat in this sport. You know why? We're not shooting basketballs we're not doing anything else we these are these things are life altering literally man. punching people yeah it's like in two different ways they're, they're life altering financially right because again we get paid half and half right that's another story right for yeah. that's another conversation that we need to have right but we get paid half the check you eat what you kill is what dana said mm. you eat what you kill and and I, and that is exactly what it is you get half of it if you win you get two checks if you win you get one if you lose everybody wants two checks we're already not getting paid crazy amounts of money. So that one check is like, damn, sometimes the guys at the at the lower end, sometimes that one check ain't doing 10, shit. 10000 That ain't going to do shit. Yeah, and well, then you got taxes, especially if you live in New York, and then you got to pay your management. Mm, all coaches, that shit is. Yeah. And your team, it's all said and done. You got like five grand. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> right? fucked You're up. like, damn. As a professional athlete, that's As a pro, you know what I yeah. mean? What, what's your rent in New York? If y'all know rent in New York, you know what I'm saying? Dude's rent is like two grand or some change. Yeah, you're spending that exactly. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, yo, all right, so you, that's two months' rent, bro. You cooked. That's it. <laughs> you're done. So it's life altering, man. It's life altering. Like, and if you, and not only that, physically, it's life altering. If a guy is punching abnormally, you know, at, at, with the power levels, with abnormal power levels, you know, you punch it with your basic, normal human ass, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> your baby your pussy natural, ass, your yeah. natural punches or your natural strikes and your natural strength, your natural grappling ability versus a guy who. You know who, who's taking you know who's taking any kind of performance enhancements. You know what I mean. That's gonna essentially make you superhuman. You know that's not fair. Mm. That's not fair. So definitely not. Yeah, fuck them dudes. I so. agree that cheating and I think if you are caught cheating in MMA, 
Well, in general, I feel like in any sport, you, I feel like that's got to be like you're done. Yeah. You're done. Lifetime ban. Right? Like, wh- how else are you going to prevent He's these back. people from and cheating? And it's funny. You know what's funny? He's back, and now they're talking about him being a goat if he wins. I, what the I know, fuck? dude. That, that, someone actually asked that. <laughs> someone asked that. They said that if, if Dillashaw wins, or if Dillashaw wins, yeah, it, he's like in the GOAT contention or whatever. And they said if Aljamain wins, he's on like on the cusp of being a GOAT in the GOAT con- uh, contention, which is crazy. That really is crazy. Man. Also, first time chat viewer from Captain Okiwi said, Dilroyd is my favorite nickname. I've Dilroyd. actually never heard Hillary Dilroyd. Yeah, I've never heard that one either. Man, hey. It is what it is. It, it is what it is. Um, but we'll see. I'm looking forward to seeing how all these fights play out tomorrow. Yeah. Next up is... Next our- up, the last fight of the night for the vacant lightweight title. Number one, Charles Oliveira versus number four, Islam Makhachev. Mm. This is possibly the biggest fight of the entire year. Yeah. I think... I was thinking about it today. I'm not even kidding. I was at work thinking about this shit. I was like, is this... The best lightweight, two best lightweight fighters that we're seeing for the lightweight title, like ever in the UFC. Ever? Wh- who else? Question. Who else? Like who? Who else could you think about in the lightweight division fighting for the title? Like can compare it to these two guys? Both are on what? Islam's on a ten fight win streak. Is uh Oliveira's on a, an eleven fight win streak? With the most submission wins in the UFC, you know, like who? What can you say about these two? These are. I feel like these. This is possibly the best. That's hard. That's hard for me to say right now. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's that's hard for me to say right now. Um, with the sole being reason, the sole reason being that that term is just the greatest ever. It's just thrown around in the UFC like daily. Right. It is. You know, this is the best card. This is the greatest card ever. These are the greatest <laughs> fighters. This is the great. So I gotta take that with a grain of salt, and I gotta sit down and look at the fights in the past. Now yeah, I gotta that's go what back. Thinking, it's yeah. hard for me to just think on think of, but. It's up there, but it's I don't know, so it's hard for me to say it's 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 gonna it's the it's the greatest fight. The only one you can compare is Habib versus Conor McGregor. That, yeah, that was huge. That was massive. Exactly, that was massive. And now you got fucking Habib Junior against Charles Oliveira. <laughs> Habib Junior. Yeah, like man, I don't know. I don't know. The greatest story, a fighter with the greatest career in the UFC, I think, is uh, Charles Oliveira. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Greatest greatest story in the UFC. And every time you talk about that, you see that picture of him on the, the motorbike with the umbrella over him in the favelas. Mm-hmm. And he, he speaks on that all the time, too. It's like, it, this is where I started. This is where I came from. Anything is possible is basically what he said. 100%. 100%. And it's like, you cannot hate this dude. He does nothing. There's nothing. Granted, I don't know. what the, He don't speak English, so he could be talking all <laughs> type of crazy shit. I wouldn't understand. But at the end of the day, fighting is universal. And... You know, it's it's a universal language, and I just you can feel it, man. You can feel it, and you can see it around his team, and you can see it in his personality. Besides, even though I don't know what he's saying, <laughs> um, mannerisms and and everything. It's just like, yo, you gotta respect this dude, man. You got yeah. to. Res- I respect the shit out this dude just based off the fact that the dude, he lost, he lost, he lost, but he came back, and he never changed, and he could And and it's so. Let me tell y'all this, right? It's so easy. You guys have no idea how easy it is to just fall into a sense of just like, all right, well, especially in a sport like this, because of all the backlash and the, you know, the the the, the comments and the, just the dumb shit, right? People can kind of get in your head and kind of you start to believe that, hey, all right, this is who I am. I'm not, you know, I am who they say I am. 
So, and I've seen that to guys who are, who done to guys who are super talented, yeah, man. Guys you've seen yeah. the gym who are fucking just beasts. And I'm like, yo, this dude gonna be world champion, like a couple in a little bit, you know? But then he goes, takes an L. Damn. Now you still learning, bro. But you gonna put it together? Discouraged mentally, starts to get break it. People start saying shit, just start to break down. Goes, fights, wins a couple, takes an L. And it's just like, damn. All right? Again, wins a couple, takes an L. And then he just falls into that routine. Mm-hmm. And he just accepts being that guy. That's who he is. Doesn't train as hard anymore. Doesn't do the little things. Not getting up, doing his running. Not taking his supplements. Not like just kind of just going through the motions. Just falling off. Going through the motions. And not even falling off. Just showing up every day. But not giving 100%. You mm-hmm. can show up every day. I know guys that show up every day that fucking suck. <laughs> right? You can show up every day. You can show up more than everybody else. If you suck, you suck. <laughs> right? But dudes that are talented I'm talking about. And they mm-hmm. show up. But they're not giving 100% anymore. It's done. And they just kind of get contempt with being that middle guy, that guy in the middle of the road. And then they just never evolve. And eventually they start to get their ass kicked now by guys that had no business whooping ass. Mm. Then there's the guys like the Dustin Poyers. There's the guys like the Charles Oliveras, right? There's It's a ton of them, man, right? And they never let a loss or what anybody said or what the company said or built them to be you know, against a prospect to get beat up, that type of shit. They never accepted that position. They never accepted that role. They continuously showed up. And when not only did they show up, they gave it 100% every time. And they looked, they actively sought to get better every single day when they showed up. And they just stayed the path. That's literally it. Just stay the path. That's the That's literally the formula to do this. Stay the path and give your whole heart. Trust the process. That's it. As long as you're giving your whole heart and you're true with yourself, you will be better. If you're doing it and you're just doing it, uh, but you've got distractions all over the place, no, give it your whole heart. If you give it your whole heart and you're doing it every day, you're showing up, bro, trust me. Trust me. You can fucking, you you can be world champ. And he is the epitome of that, Charles Oliveira. Mm. And that's why you have to respect that guy because we've seen him. What do they say? He got no heart. Tapped out to punches. Yeah. He got no chin. Yeah. He'll break. Da, da, da. They that, said that's all, been said multiple yo, times. Yo, they say all type of crazy <laughs> shit about this. Ah, oh, this guy sucks. All he got, he got no hands. All he got is jujitsu. Ah, oh, he's weak. And look what happened. All of a sudden, quietly went on this win streak. Nobody, they just kind of just wrote him off. Yeah. Quietly just cooking dudes, quietly. Next thing you know, oh shit, Charles Oliveira for the title. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> still get, still questioning his heart. Still though. in question, champ. Drops Justin Gaethje. Champ. Justin Gaethje. Bro. <laughs> Justin Gaethje said he's got no and, heart. And, yeah. and they love Justin yeah, Gaethje. Yeah, they, yeah. Casuals love fucking Justin Gaethje. I love Justin Gaethje. People, people, and the, the hardcore fight fan loves Justin Gaethje too, but for a different reason. Motherfuckers just think cut, Justin Gaethje was untouchable. They just yeah. think that he was like, I would look at Justin Gaethje and be like, yo, there is something. Remember, and listen, I look, uh, I look at these things objectively. I don't look at a guy's skill set. I only look. I only look at the skill set. I'm not looking at a guy that's. Um, I'm not looking at someone and say, "Hey, all right, well, he beat this guy and he beat that guy, so he's this guy." I'm just looking at a skill set. Yes, he's beating these guys, but when I look at a Justin Gaethje's skill set, he's just swinging <laughs> for the fucking fences, bro. To be, let's be honest here. Let's be honest. Like, like, let's talk about it. Justin Gaethje is just swinging for the fucking fences. Yeah. That is it. He has. A, he doesn't give a fuck about getting knocked out. He has a heart, and he takes chances, and he's just gunning. That's what makes him good. 
And we all know it, but no one's no like you fight. He fights a guy with sophistication that's equally as hard, has equal as hard as, as him. You know that can deal with his leg kicks. He's fried every time. He's fried every time. But we can't talk about it because it's like oh, it's Justin Gaethje. And the same he's thing. He's a warrior. Happened. He's a warrior. But it's the same thing that happened when he when he got taken down when with the when he's fighting Khabib. Everyone the narrative was yo the guy can wrestle. When he came to the UFC, the narrative was, yo, he can wrestle. He's the best defensive wrestler we ever seen. Not to. He just chooses not to <laughs> wrestle. So, you know what's crazy? You know what happened? It got to the point where motherfuckers was like, no one tested that. No, yeah, don't They were just try. like, oh, yeah, you're right. He can wrestle. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he was wrestling back then. But the thing with wrestling, if you don't use it, you lose it. Anything. Anything. You don't use it, you lose it. I don't care who you are. Just Khabib right now. Khabib's a beast, right? He was using his wrestling, but I tell you right now, he goes into a division one with these collegiate dudes, uh, wrestling practice with the best guy in the world or something like that. He's going to get toyed with. He will get toyed with, bro. Right. But y'all don't want to hear it, but it's true because it's very different in MMA. It's just very different. It's a different sport. So the thing is, Justin Gaethje, he used to be a wrestler, used to be this collegiate wrestler with all these accolades and everything, but you don't use it, you lose it. So he's not wrestling anymore. The dude is just banging with people. And for some reason, dudes would just never sh- never shoot on him. They would just be like, yo, nah, his wrestling's too good. I'm going to just bang with the banger. I, I saw that video on YouTube five years ago of him wrestling. He's He's got he's, it. He's got <laughs> it. He's got it, bro. And that, that used to always just throw me off. And I was like, all right, you know, it is what it is. But guess who wrestled him? Michael Johnson. <laughs> he did wrestle him, too. He took him down, too, right? Why, did. why did he do it? He did it the wrong time. After, after he after started rocking and weaning, shit, he yeah. fucking took him down. That was dumb. But, um, but Habib wrestled Habib, him. Habib wrestled him. And then it showed like a mounted triangle. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, mounted Choked triangle. Choked him out. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, that's just that's just that's just the game, man. So you got to look at the skill set objectively. I said all that to say, look at the skill set objectively, <laughs> and that's how I do. Uh, well, first of all, real quick, shout out Aaron M thirty three, subscribed for twenty six months. He said only a handful have been sub longer. Safe to say, I'm hardcore. <laughs> Let's get it, bro. You Golden. are hardcore. Golden. Shout out Aaron, bro. Also, we almost got a level one hype train going. We're at 94%. Oh, nice. Let's get it, people. Almost Thank there. you. Appreciate y'all. Oh, Whitaker also subscribed. 24 months. He said the champion has a name, and his name is Charles Oliveira. Yes, sir. There you go. I'm rocking with Charles all day. So you are. I did not bet on this, though. There <laughs> is no There is no bet placed on this because it's heart. Can, it's, it's, it's brain versus heart. Can you say who you would bet on if you were to bet on this fight? No. <laughs> oh, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. Hey, let's go, Boogie. He said, "Yo, he he cheered a hundred bits." Now we're at the hype train. Let's get it, the bro. Hype chain. Much love, Good <laughs> shit, bro. Thank you. Oh yeah, yes, son. sir. And now excessive excessive gift and some. Let's go two W two fucking subs. Let's go, baby. W W. Thank you, people. Big big excess. Also, Killer Beats in here before he he sub too. Yo yo, real quick, quick side note. Killer yeah. Beats. We gotta talk about it real quick. What happened to the to the Discord to the server? To the, the GTA server that I just signed up, excessive signed up. My whole Discord was about to sign up. And then the server crashed. What happened? Oh, shit. It got taken down. What I don't was know it what happened. for? I don't know. They were probably doing some illegal shit. Oh, really? And it got taken down. So maybe that's a good thing. Nah, I don't think that. No. <laughs> they were doing something and the shit got taken down. But. Oh, he said it's dead, gang. They started up a new, a, a red dead one. Unfortunately, it's come to an end. Uh, that sucks. Role playing in there, going crazy. Oh, really? That was good on GTA Five. <laughs> GTA in there, role playing. That's actually hilarious. Being excessive in our big age, <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> our big grown age in there, role playing, playing. that shit. Yeah, 
That's funny as fuck. Um, but back to this fight though, real quick. Charles Oliveira plus one sixty and Islam Makhachev minus one ninety. I'm I'm not gonna say I'm surprised by the odds, but I feel like it could be closer. Like I'm talking about like minus one ten, minus one ten. Like honestly, even even. Yeah, I could see. It being I think even. it should have been even. Right. Um, I think. Who he, do you think is the better grappler? Grappler. Yeah. In this fight, chat, chip into chat. But who do you guys think is the better grapp? Like, not fighter, not anything. Just who's the better grappler here? I want to. I want to say Charles. I always want to say Charles with it, but also Islam. Islam has unbelievable grappling as well. Yeah, the thing is, everyone always says like, who has he fought? You know, who has he fought? Who has he fought? Who Islam? Just everyone. That's I hate that in MMA that narrative. It's like, oh, who has this guy fought? Mm. Who has he fought? You know, same thing with Khabib to get to the title. Who has he fought? Who has he fought? Like, he beat ten motherfuckers in yeah, the UFC that alone. Yeah, he beat. I don't care who he fought. Even not. Yeah. He beat ten of them. Yeah, finishing it, them. His too. skill set is clearly fucking high. Right. He beat. Listen, I don't care who they are. They're in the UFC. He beat ten of them. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Look it, what he did. It's to all that them simple. Too. Is that I don't care who. Oh, who is he fought? Who Dan he fought? Hooker. He beat Bobby ten of Green, them, bro. Yeah. He beat ten of them. Look what he did in to, a row. Uh, what's his name? Thiago Moises, who yeah. who's a very good grappler, and he finished him. Like he yeah. he toyed, he destroyed him in that fight. Like you, you just see from these, from the from his from his wins, and, and it's not it's not like he's just like going to the decision. He's like actually he, he's finishing. finishing these, yeah, he's dude, finishing bro. these guys. He's getting them out of there. Everyone's saying Islam, and I have to agree. Right, pure, I, that's what pure, I'm pure, pure grappler. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say Islam. Yeah. Now. You notice every time Charles gets dropped or he's he's down on his ground on his back, dudes are really afraid to engage him. Um, my fear is, right? You know, Islam's not going to be afraid to engage him down there, right? But Islam, uh, Charles does get tired. He does slow down. What happens when in those grappling exchanges when fucking Islam is just um, grinding, right. grinding, 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 and creating these scrambles and. Charles Charles slows down. What happens if he does slow down? He's screwed. You know, and he can't really. He he may get dominated in the ground. Damn, dude! <laughs> imagine that. Imagine just like a straight up just domination. Shit, dude. Because you're you tired, actually? you just can't do nothing, bro. Like if you're tired, you literally no matter how good your skill set is, it's like having a Ferrari with no gas. Right. You know what I mean? And another dude, he got more gas. You know, he gonna be able to go. Damn. And I think that he's gonna have the more gas in this fight, uh, Islam. Could you imagine how shitty that would be if, if he just got if he just dominated, dominated on him, the yeah. ground? It's a possibility. You think so? I think it's a possibility. Well, that's why Charles Oliveira is saying round one knockout. I love it. Do you see that happening? I could see that. Charles is a fast starter. He'll just he's coming. He's, he's going go. at you nonstop. He is literally. He'll take it just to get in there. I like that. He's got great striking too. He does. His Muay Thai is on point. Yeah, he marches with those knees coming straight exactly, up to discourage yeah. people from shooting. All right, so you don't want to run into a knee, and then he just gets right into your face. He, you know, and he throws he throws long straight punches. His boxing is clean. Yes, long straight punches, and then if he does crowd himself a little bit, he's not afraid to go into that Muay Thai plum, and mm. then he's bringing the knees up exactly, the middle, yeah. elbows, and he has a, a clean traditional Muay Thai yeah, style. Very nice, a very good blend, you know, for MMA that he right. has. I like it. And uh, we have seen Islam. Didn't we see him get rocked once really, really bad? He took a knee up the middle. He went for a takedown and got rocked hard in one of his fights. I'm not too he sure. He got knocked out. It was, he got I don't, I don't think he got knocked out in that one, but it might have been that fight that he did get finished in in the fight. In that, in that uh, might have been that. But I remember he went for a takedown and got took a knee up the middle and like good. 
Almost got knocked out basically yeah. dropped hard. I remember he ate a left hook. It's funny. I remember I wasn't even in the UFC yet when that fight happened. That's how long he'd been in yeah, the UFC. Yeah, that's crazy. You don't like, I don't, re- I didn't realize that. Honestly. But that's good though. That's good. He he took his time and he built up, right? Things don't happen overnight for everyone. So um, you can, with Islam, it's funny. I remember I posted that on Instagram that when he got finished and I didn't know either of the fighters. And I remember every, the caption was how to kill a man. <laughs> That was like the I remember that, and this is for, and then here he is today, just like grinding, grinding, grinding to all, and made his all the way to the top. Exactly. So that's why you can't really take anything what anybody says, you know, seriously. You just got to just know your path and just be resolved Stick from the to beginning it, yeah. and know true to you and know who you are. No one knows who you are. You know who you are. Exactly. So you just keep going, doing what you do. Mm. So. I wasn't trolling him or nothing. I didn't tag him, but I just I just thought the knockout was crazy. I was like, yo. You put, look at this fucking idiot. All right, look yeah. at this clown, right? Getting getting cooked, right? Nah, the that clown was emoji, yeah. It was just more like, yo, damn. That is, like, that is, knockout was, though. It was a vicious Yeah, knock. that, that was. knockout was like, it was crazy. That's his only loss, too. Yeah. Well, damn. look at him now. Oh, look at him now. Two after tomorrow. Two losses tomorrow now. Damn. After Charles Oliveira, round one knockout. Nah. Yeah, I'm rocking with Charles, uh, though. I'm rocking with Charles. I, of course. You I, have to. If, if you aren't a fan of Charles Oliveira, like, I just want to know why. Like, what what is there that you can't, like, why are you not? How can you not like this guy? This guy's an animal. He's a beast. Yeah. And like you said, that comeback story. The story is incredible. It's insane. In, from the favelas of Brazil. Yeah. All it's the way up where to a world it's champion. About where he's from. Like, I mean, there's, there's a million stories of, of like, people coming from nothing to something. You know what I mean? Same Leon. Leon's from the fucking trenches of Jamaica. You know what I mean? Right. Like he's from Tivoli Gardens. You know what I mean? If you know anything about that place, is at the time where when he was born, that shit was nuts, right? So it's just everyone has that story. My the what impresses me more about Charles Oliveira more so than anything else is just the fact that he's been through the fire. Being where he's from is just icing on the top, right? Icing on the cake. But the fact that he's been through the fire. And was labeled all these things, but never faltered, never, never, like, he never budged. He actively sought to get better throughout that. Mm. You don't know how easy it is. I'm telling you, it's so easy. I see it all the time. Dudes just just like, all right, whatever, man. I just need to check. It's so easy to just take that route. Right. You know know where your skill set is, and you're like, all right, well, I'm better than a lot of guys, but I'm never going to be the best. And they just fucking coast. No point, yeah. No point. And they just get, go up, show up, get a check. I'll win some, I'll lose some. And they just don't say anything. They don't really, they're not interactive with anything. They just kind of just show up. Tim Memes. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Show up. Yeah. Andre Feely. Yeah. They're done. <laughs> yeah. They're done, bro. Like, they just, just, I'll just, and I hate to point, you know, pick on them, but that's, it's a fact. Some that guys, they true, just, yeah. they don't really give a fuck no more. Now, let me ask you this. If, uh, speaking of Charles Oliver, where he's from, do you think, of him being from like come from a privileged family or something in Brazil, do you think that would be a different story to where he's at and like how he stuck to his course and came back? Do you think him being from the favela, like being him coming from nothing, yeah, made him like I could see that put yeah. tur- who he is. I, I don't want to say that for sure, but there's something there for sure because you're used to you're you're used to continue. Your your life is always a fight. You know what I'm saying? So some people when they never really had adversity. It's e- when they get some adversity, they have an easy out. It just falls apart. Right. Their world is crushed, and it's like everything is like, um, and they don't know what they're panic. Right. Some motherfuckers, unfortunately, not that this is a good thing, 
were raised in chaos. Like a, right. a kid like me, I was raised in chaos. Exactly. I've learned to just live in chaos, right? As I became an adult, I learned that that was toxic and I took myself <laughs> out of that. You know what I mean? And yeah. I clawed my way out of that. But most people in situations like that, they learn how to maneuver and just live in, unfortunately, you got to live like they just mm. live in chaos, right? And you got to find your own peace, right? So it naturally, when you face adversity throughout something like that, I think there is something to be said about that because you, you know, it's not a big of a deal to you. You're just like, all right, how do we fix it? Right. You're not like creating excuses and crying and oh, poor me, woe is me. You can't. There's no self pity. There's no time for that. You just gotta just, oh, we where's the answer? How are we gonna fix this? That's all you got. Is all right. What am I gonna do? I can't sit here. I die. What right. I gotta do? Right. And that's it. Whereas someone that is a little bit more privileged, not everyone that's privileged is like that, but so majority is just going to be like, damn, poor me. Why is, right. it, why is this happening to me? Oh, fuck. And their whole world breaks apart. They don't know what to do. Where then there's some people who just, they just hit the ground running like, yo, all right, fuck it. This is what it is. And we're here now. So we got to do it. We just, you know, let's, let's fix it. How do we fix done, it? There's yeah. always a way. It's gonna, not going to be easy, but all right, this is the only way. Fuck it. Let's go. Mm. And, and, you can see that with some people. They they just when they, when that chaos, when something like situation hits them again and that moment comes in those losses and you know, people get depressed and sad and it's like, Yeah, you're sad, it's okay, that's normal. But are you gonna sit in that or are you gonna move forward? Exactly. Some people just move like on. fuck man again. <laughs> All right, here we go. And yeah. you just keep building. Like, what else can you do? Think about it. there is nothing you can do. You can cry, but what is that gonna get you? Nothing. Just fucking feel the feelings, accept the feelings, go through the feelings and then all right, that was that sucked. Now let's go. Let's not happen again. Yeah, learn yeah. from it. That's it. Cliche, but that's what it is. Mm. Liam NLV said, "Have people also forgotten that he has bad eyesight? He told that on a podcast one year ago, talking about Charles Oliveira's eyesight. That too. He, I think he got LASIK surgery. Yeah, now, I was going to say he's thinking he of Ford LASIK now because I didn't see him with, with glasses, glasses in a while. Yeah. That's another yo. Shout out fucking Charles. <laughs> that's good, that's yeah. another one. The True. dude, the dude be like this in the octagon. Did it? <laughs> Motherfucker like this with these big ass bifocals, like knocking people the fuck out. Yeah. Yo! Submitting oh, people. Oh, come on. Bro, Charles got a win. Charles is the fucking goat. Oh my God. I'm oh done, my bro. God. I'm done. I forgot about that shit. Yeah, for I forgot real. the motherfucker can't even see. <laughs> they they said that he, unless they're like right directly in front of him, he can't see. And he sees double the entire time in the octagon. Is that not insane? That's nuts. They said he fixed his eyes. But still, regardless, he was doing this. Of course, this. he the champ. He got money now. Yeah, Go yeah, fix yeah. his shit, bro. But goddamn. This oh. nigga can't even see. And you rooting against him? Yeah, exactly. Like, how are you going to Yeah, once again. How you, how can you do that? To be fair, devil's advocate. Yeah. Dagestan. Okay. Well, they, that's true. That is Dagestan true. is not an easy place to live. Right? To be true. fair, up in the mountains. They, I didn't know until I watched the documentary. I was like, oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, you just like me. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, you just you just Caucasian, nigga. You from the hood. You ghetto like me, bro. I'm like, you just you just Caucasian. You live in the mountains, bro. I'm just in the I'm just in the tropics. Exactly. But you up there. You just in the in the Caucasus Mountains, but we're the same. We the same, bro. We the same. I see them little dirt roads up there. The little little, little yeah, huts up there. Y'all just grinding it out, bro. I know what it is. For real. I mean, also he's got the whole nation behind him too of Russia. So I yeah, mean that's true. But still, it's a hard life. Oh, 100%. So it's two, it's two ghetto boys doing it. 
And that's that, why that's spec. why it's gonna be. Cr- that's literally craziest. what it is. That's gonna be the craziest. That's why I brought up once again. Is this the best lightweight title fight we are ever gonna, have ever seen so far in the UFC? Storyline, yes, yes, exactly. Storyline, yes. Fighters, I guess you could argue too. You probably could Habib's argue protege, quote unquote. But Habib is so damn good. I know that's the other thing. Though. Is Islam and is Habib, Habib and Conor McGregor? That beef that they had too was Habib, next level. Conor was good. Yeah, yeah, was well. He hasn't returned yet. Yeah. We'll see. Damn, bro. This shit's going to be crazy. This shit really is going to be crazy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Chat's going crazy. They're saying they want to rant real bad right now. Yeah, I'm not giving no... Yo, I, did, I went the whole time. No <laughs> I rants. I know. That was good. That no was rants. really good, actually. No rants. Shout out to me. No rants. That was good. Let's get a clap. <laughs> What's going to set off the rant? Uh, I don't know. Probably something Waddy's going to say some shit, and I'll read it. That's the rant. <laughs> Y'all hear this button in a minute. Hear this button in a while. No more rants, man. Pierre said, "Pierre said this for this fight, best build up at least two. This is the first time two people are on a ten fight, ten plus fight winning streak fighting each other. That's what I'm saying. Yes. You got you got Islam on a ten fight and uh, Charles on an eleven fight win streak. So they must be the best in the fucking division. I the mean, best of the best at the highest level will fight each other. Exactly." Like that, th- this is gonna be crazy. This is gonna be such a crazy fight. Boxing, take notes. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, boxing. I mean, boxing. I don't I, I don't watch boxing at all. I f- I feel like boxing is just dying out. Definitely not dying. You tripping? You, it's still yeah. That's alive the, and well. Definitely not. But it's alive and well. Boxing is alive Damn. and fucking well. I I just don't follow it. Joshua O one said, "Yo, Randy, do you think Bilal is confused the way he's been repping Abu Dhabi this week, like with Aljo?" I don't think so. And I don't know enough about their culture to me to make a bold um, statement like that against, you know, Islam is Islam. You get me? Right. I respect that culture of Islam. And I understand, you know, the brotherhood that these dudes have when it comes to Islam and their, their religion. So I don't think he's confused. He's Islam in an Islam country training with his Islam brothers. So he's repping. Right, repping Islam, that is, yeah. and he's with them. He's he's there praying, you know. They're wearing their things and wearing their hijabs, and I don't think he's confused. Yeah, he's from Chicago, but he's always repping. He's always been Islam. He's been Muslim, yeah. This been Muslim, time, you know. Yeah. So Islam is Islam, my man. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else. Do, also, and uh, oh, I already said the odds for this one, but again, Charles Oliveira plus one sixty, Islam minus one ninety. I'm going with Charles in this one. Casa says Leon and Usman were on were on streaks. But they weren't on ten plus fight winning streaks, were they? Yeah. I mean, maybe Usman because he uh, was undefeated or not undefeated, but he was in the UFC. He was undefeated, but Leon wasn't on a ten fight win streak, was he? He was on a long ass win streak. I don't even know. It might have been. Remember, <laughs> might have been like nine or some shit. Yeah, nine, it's close. That ain't ten. No. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he got fucking pulled from the rankings? Uh, that shit was crazy. And then he took a fight against uh, who was it against? Comes uh, up. Oh, yeah, but then that fell through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, that would have been a good one, too. That would have been sick. He wouldn't have been champ right now, I tell you. You think so? <laughs> I tell you that. Your <laughs> brother would not have been champ right now. <laughs> Damn, son. Oh, Joshua said that's nine fights in a row. Thank you. Thank you. Um, But that's the whole card. That's all we got for the entire card, people. This is going to be a banger. And it's starting early. Here on the East Coast, it starts at 10.30 a.m. That's amazing. Yes, let's give it clap. That's, we're gonna be pressing that same button, I guess. I guarantee you on Sunday well, after the. Yo, after you the think he'll give over. us a drop? You think he'll give us a drop? Who? Um, Charles. A drop, as in. 
What do you mean? Yeah. A drop for the show. <laughs> oh, imagine? <laughs> oh, like our man. What's the name gave us a drop? Imagine he does? Or is it, let me see if I can find it. Is this it? Ain't it? See, I always, I always be fucking it up. <laughs> SJP Foot. Anyone know where to watch? Hey, everybody. <laughs> Dog. Dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the fuck is that. I don't know where it's at, bro. Let me see. Maybe it's this one. No, there's nothing else it could be. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the Leon, the Leon, the Leon yeah, headshot, right? dead. headshot dead. That'd be sick if he goes out there and just like well, gives us a fucking fire what he, promo. What he said after his last win, when he didn't win the belt, well, he won but didn't win the belt. When he said the champion has a name and the name is Charles Oliveira, that was pretty sick. Or when he said illuminated by God, it was alright. I thought like, that was pretty nice. Or illuminated by illuminated by God is fire. That was sick too. That's but that's when he was walking back after the fight. The champion has a name. It's Charles Oliveira. Ah, nah, that ain't <laughs> it, bro. That ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it. I, don't, I ain't feeling that one. But also, I ain't feeling that one. It's hard to hard to put it on when he's speaking Portuguese. We have no clue what he's saying. saying. Yeah, true. It maybe came off different. Yeah, and, and, yeah, that's true. What I listen, they all doubted me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one They all doubted me You know what I mean Pound for pound Headshot God, Dead the, That that was Come sick on. That I, one was sick yeah. I don't think we're gonna get A better promo than that Natural raw emotion No fake beef drama Right No bullshit Exactly like, Real raw emotion Same thing with With these two dudes That's fighting With Charles and, and Islam Is what is it It's natural There's a natural tension Between them Because they're about to fight Right No beef But it's it's the storyline just makes it this huge huge um like drama that everyone wants to see you know what i mean it makes it this huge draw and it, and it just gives it this natural promo that everyone wants to see without people yelling back and forth the whole bunch of nonsense you know what i mean some not like fake beef this shit is it's real it's real exactly there's no beef it's about what we're about to do and i'm the beef is i'm gonna show you that i'm better who's the better fighter exactly that's all it comes down to that's it damn dude this is gonna be fucking sick i cannot wait also, Mouty Mout has put this in the chat about five times, I believe. Some news he's given us. He said, Bo Nickel is out of his debut fight in December versus Jamie Pickett with a minor undisclosed injury. UFC now plans to have him fight a new opponent on the same card as Edwards slash Usman 3 in March. Boo this man! <laughs> in London, though, I think, too. That's, that fight's going to be in London. But, wants, you know what? Bo Nickel? Y'all want to see me beat the shit out of Jake Matthews? I know y'all want to see me beat the shit out of Jake <laughs> Matthews, right? That's, that's what y'all want. I know that's what y'all I want. would love it. How about in per? Oh, wait, no. Doesn't he have a fight, though? I don't know what he got. I think he said he he fight he signed, uh, signed a f- contract for a fight. Or signed a fight, whatever, thing. What's a better fight? Handy Brown versus Jake Matthews. Or Jake Matthews versus anybody. Now that you guys got beef. We don't have, I don't have beef for nobody. There's beef. I don't have beef with anybody. I'm going to start it on Twitter. Go for it. I don't <laughs> have beef. I never have beef with nobody. Never, you would never. Not no nah. one you've ever fought. No, really. No, that's impressive. Yeah, I feel like there's always at least got to be like some bad blood. Yeah, like there's a little sometimes bad blood is different from beef. Well, Oliveira, that, that was wasn't that wasn't beef. That was just we- bad blood. Beef is like when I see you, it's on sight. Yeah, like I'm gonna punch you in the head. That's beef. I don't have beef with anybody. Anyone? No, no beef. Damn, good for you. No beef. You got beef? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm a pretty. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you see, he pulled his Caucasian card. He's like, mm, mm. I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I know you ain't got no beef, bro. Uh, man. But I tell you what, though. Um, what about Alex Morono? 
You versus Alex Morono? Yeah, he's on a four or five win streak. You, yeah, so you both are on, on a win streak, and that's a fight that you've been calling for a while. I would I would like that a lot. Yeah, I would say, I mean, let's be honest here. I think that's easy work. Not easy work, but I think that's... It's easy work. Yeah, okay, it's, it's, easy work. Like, it's easy work. It's easy work. It's easy <laughs> I work. think that's easy work for you. Yeah, I think you work. put him out. You could say it. Yeah, I think it's you fine. put him out. I feel like he, in all, in all rounds of MMA, or all realms of MMA, striking, I think you got better grappling, honestly. I mean, he does have pretty good jiu-jitsu. He has like a jiu-jitsu build. He got like... Yeah, a, exactly. He's like those big legs, too. But um, I think you're better everywhere. Yeah. I mean, he struggled with Cowboy. Didn't he almost get finished? Or am I bugging? I, I don't remember. I mean, what do you mean he struggled? Cowboy is fucking good. Stand up for the flag. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about it, right? Talk about, you stand for our flag, boy. <laughs> nah, wait. Listen. Um, I like that fight. I, I mean, once again, you've been calling that for years. Ever since I feel like you've been in the UFC, you've been like Alex Morono. Really? I think I've so. I've never called him out publicly. I just always not publicly on the show. Fight. We've talked about it. I think I that, feel like privately we've talked about it. I think that if you want to see me at the best of my abilities, to like if y'all want to see me styling, that's a styling. I know that I'm styling. I don't go style on him. I'm just saying, if you want to see me at the best of my ability, give me a striker. Give me a yeah. six. Give me a six foot striker for real. Orthodox. I mean, he's a and he's he's strong Muay Thai based too. No. Yeah. Uh. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just envisioning it. Like damn. First death in the UFC? Nah, that's that's crazy. I ain't gonna kill nobody, but we we gonna we gonna get him the fuck out of there. Have is that like a fight you've asked the UFC for, or can you like is that or is that just one you want now? Listen, there's there's three guys that I'd love to fight right now at this can state. You, can you it's, say? Yeah, why not? Let's hear it. One, Alex Morona. Alex Morona's one, obviously. We got two. We Kiesa, we spoke about. All right, Michael know, Kiesa. It's a matter of him at this point. I don't even know if he's going to take the fight. He's he's dodging. Yeah, we've been in talks already with the UFC, and now at this point, I don't know. He's so, a duck. And now, um, Jake, Jakey boy, Jake Matthews. Why not? All those three are, of those, those are, are very fights. good. Those are great fights. Honestly, that that those three of those are great fights. Holland got a fight, Aaron. Oh yeah, he's fighting Wonder Boy. Yeah. Also, you believe that uh, he made eight hundred thousand dollars against his Hamzat that Hamzat fight? I think he made more. Well, he, apparently, yeah, he got eight hundred thousand just for the fight alone for taking that fight against Hamzat on the short notice. No, I think he made more, bro. I would let Hamzat do unspeakable things to me for eight hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Come on, why you gotta go there? Whoa! <laughs> All right, there you go. I'll take that one. That's crazy. <laughs> But for real, eight hundred thousand, dude. That's a lot of money. That is. That's some wild money. That's a lot of money. I mean, that's why he retired and then came back. He never retired. No, yeah, that was never real. Nah, he's, he's, obviously. he's just a good. He's a good. He's a good businessman, man. He knows the game. You know, he's just did a good job with the promo and leading up to build up to his next fight and everything. So, boy, just chatting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who do who do you think though against style? Uh, uh, fucking Holland versus. Karate, what the hell is his name? Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy. I think Wonder Boy could take it. I was gonna say, I think I honestly think Wonder Boy takes it as well. <laughs> Bless you. Thank we know you. we know this fight's not going to the ground. Yeah. And I feel like Kong can get picked apart. Yeah. Unless he rocks. Unless he just runs down on him and just like just starts fighting like he's in a school battle. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, like, that's like a street fights, fight. Though. He just fucking just true. Just gets in there. Yeah. But yeah, he, he has decent. He has decent power and long right hand. He doesn't have the sophistication nowhere near Wonder Boy though. So, I guess we'll just have to see. 
That's gonna be a good one though too. I'm excited for that. Um, speak to us though, chat. What do we got? Mouty Mouth, give us some more more special news that you have. I have a little bit. I can give us. Give, yeah, give us, us give us something. I'll so give us three. I gotta go spar in an hour from now. Okay, so I'll, I'll give us done. three. Uh, you know the the UFC roster watch on Twitter that tweets out the uh, Bobby Green. Yes, apparently Bobby Green has been removed from the UFC fighter pool. That's tough. That's tough. Uh, obviously he's suspended by USADA for his Walmart supplements he took, but was that warranted of release? If if no. if if that is the case, you're at a crossroads. He's at a crossroads in his career, age, all that stuff. What's he gonna do? You know, he's getting paid big money. I would say he's probably making nice money. Yeah. You know, so it's like, but where he's at, he's forced to fight the high, high level competition. He just Islam beat him, and now he's fighting for a title. Where does that leave Bobby Green? You get me? So um, now Bobby Green's making a ton of money. What next fight he has to make? You can't go Over, back. Yeah, you he, can't go back. So whatever. So if they paid you a lot of money to take a fight, the next fight you, you ain't gonna go backwards. Now that's that's your purse. Because he was fighting Islam, right? Yeah, His last that, fight was Islam. That's, and he said he took it on short, short notice. notice. He yeah. popped in. So now that's your purse. You can't go back. So he's in negotiations with the UFC. And he's and probably like, free agent. Yourself. And he's probably went to go, you know, see what's out there. He well, gonna he's going to get a bag. He's going to get picked up regardless. He get picked up quick. PFL, yeah, anywhere. Quick, 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 quick. There's no doubt about that. And yeah. and, and he has been open about he's a he's a prize fighter. He's not looking to win any champions. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He just wants money. Yeah. I mean, so, majority of guys are prize fighters. Right. Even the champions are, prize, are becoming prize fighters. Yeah, honestly, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Joshua one said, what do you think about Till versus Duplessis? I think Till can crack him when he sprints in wild throwing straights. Yeah, Till's going to beat that dude. You think so? Yeah. Duplessis sucks in my, my opinion. Yeah. I, I mean, I do that. I hate, I mean, I throw He's like just that. got power. He just, he's not, he's not fundamentally sound. Yeah. He leaves himself open. Yeah. I think, I think Till, Till going like to catch him. Yeah. I can see that too. All right, another news that was just announced, I think, either today or yesterday. Robert Whitaker will fight Paulo Costa February 12th in Perth, Australia. That's a good one. Mm. Paulo Costa called that fight. He said, I want Whitaker. And Whitaker said, all right, I got you. Let's do it. Now they got it. That's going to be a good fight. I think Whitaker takes that one, though. No? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think he's the better fighter. Yeah, not many people calling out Whitaker. That's impressive. That is, yeah. So good for Paul. I mean, Paul is, dude. Paul is actually hilarious. If we're being honest, seeing him on Twitter and all this shit, he's so funny. He is. It's a funny. But dude. he's been in America. I, th- I think he's staying in America. He's been training here. Right? Yeah, he's been in Vegas. He came to New York. He's chilling with Dylan Dennis and shit. I saw so a bunch <laughs> of stuff. Uh, Mouty Mout said, "Randy, I might have went out of my way last week to DM Vicente Luque asking if he's interested in a rematch with you, detailing the circumstances behind it. No response as of now, since I know you'd want that <laughs> one back. <laughs> that uh, would be a good one. How much? Is, what's he ranked right now? Uh, let me see. I'm pull it up. I think he is like nine or ten, maybe. Yeah. Let's see. I got some work to do. Hey, but that's a good one. I definitely want that one back. That would be a great fight. Yeah, Vicente's at nine. Yeah, that would be a great fight to get back, I tell you. That would be a very good one. And it would go way differently than the first one. Oh, absolutely. All right, last news of the night. Just announced today. Dana White has confirmed Hamzat Chemaev and Colby Covington are in the works for a UFC event in London. This is the fight we all wanted to see. This is the fight we needed to see. Yep. Um, I'm excited for this one. That, um, but if it if it if it materializes. Right. In the works as of now, but ha- nothing has been signed yet. But uh yeah, that that would be a good one. Hamzat takes that. Yeah, Kobe gets crushed. You think so? 
The can crusher gets crushed. Can crush it. Damn. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. This this will be a hard fight for uh for um uh Hobzat? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. For both of them. Like their if, wrestling cancels if, out. If, if it does cancel out. If it actually does cancel out. The wrestling, you're saying. Yeah, the wrestling. I think that I think Hamza has on the better f- hands. Oh, for sure. On the feet, he yeah, he yeah, I think Hamza has the better hands. I mean, Kobe. The only thing Kobe has in his favor is endurance. Exactly the the gas tank. That's yeah. What, what if what if thing that gas is though? Maybe uh, if, if that's the thing. Yeah. Then Kobe just stopped pouring, 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 pouring. It, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Oh, but it's a three round fight. It, that's what I was gonna ask. Is it three rounds or five rounds? Unless it's a main, if it's a main, that probably be a main event. But it's so. in, yeah, it's in London. So I mean, Jack Jack Taco Young, what up? What up? What up, bro? What up? Maroon said Is there any benefit For the fighter of the UFC Putting that kind of news out Just feel like it's to create A scapegoat if someone pulls out Mm. You said what Maroon said Is there any benefit For the fighter of the UFC Putting that kind of news out Just feels like it creates A scapegoat if someone pulls out What news Of Dana White saying In the works of Hamza and Colby Like saying it this early Like it's not official yet But he's saying like Putting the news out Saying it's in the works Mm. I don't know uh, Whitaker said it's co-main event. Usman, Leon, three rounds. No belt, and it's co-main. Thank you. Oh, uh, three-rounder. Damn, oh, that's, so that's, that's not... In, that's, in, that's in Hamzat's favor. Yeah, that, that's big time in his yeah, favor. Yeah, that's huge. You'll see him doing my man no favor. Uh, maybe he'll argue that. Maybe he'll say, hey, we want a five-rounder. I mean, why not? They've done it before. Yeah. But then that goes in the favor of Colby. Yeah. Maybe he'll argue that. I mean, who knows? Mm. Uh, Liam said that he didn't think they they didn't say anything about making it about round jet. He says he'll think they'll make it five. So All right. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Especially in a stadium in London. True. Those London cars get wild. That is it, right? Yeah, that's it. We've been going for a while. That is it. We gotta go. So I gotta. Yeah, I gotta poop. Good you shit. gotta train. I gotta, you, I gotta poop. You gotta, gotta train. TMI, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so now I'm not hungry. See, I changed. I I ate at work today. <laughs> But that's oh, it, people. Man. GG's, y'all. Good stuff. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, as usual, the show goes up on YouTube. Exclamation point YouTube. Our commands are not even working. I so got I don't know it. Why. Oh, they're not. But uh, yeah, if you want to catch the show later. And we are whatever, on, yeah, we're on YouTube. Working. So that's it. The picks will go up later. The picks are going to go up on OnlyFans later. Exclamation point bets. It'll all be in the Discord. Uh, yeah. So. Peace and good luck. That's it. Yeah. See you guys. See you guys Sunday. Enjoy the card. Bye.